welcome to It's All Good, Magic, Mysticism, and Earth Medicine. Visit us at www.magicandmedicine.blogspot.com. I'm your host, Dr. Candice Nadine Green. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the new improved podcast. Well, it's been a little while since we talked. We talked when we introduced the new name for the show. Uh, we talked about um, changing the show from Awakened Path Community to It's All Good Magic, Mysticism, and Earth Medicine which, as I explained, I explained to you in the last episode why that change was important. So for this episode, we don't have a guest, but we do have a whole lot of stuff to talk about. And I'm so excited. We made so many improvements and things like that. We're on Patreon. So if you want to support the show and help, keep, help us keep the lights on and roofs over our head and all that great stuff and everything working properly, visit us under magic, and that's magic with the K, and medicine. It's on Patreon. And check out our new, new website. If you go to Awakened Path Community, you will not find us. So go to www.magicandmedicine with a K dot blogspot.com. And there's so much cool stuff on that website so just check it out scroll through it look at some of the offerings i even i've been brave been brave and decided i would go ahead with my intuitive offerings and and not just do it locally but also offer that to everyone all over the world so check it out there'll be some articles on Patreon very soon. You know, my kids just got back to school. So I have been a little, um, you know, tied up with all the new school stuff for the first week. Today is the, we finally reached Friday, the first week of school. And it was really tough, really tough, but we made it. We made it and hooray, hooray, hooray. And I'm excited. So I'm excited about back to school and I'm excited about talking about uh, adults, the challenge adults have with the same issues that we children, the children have. Um, and it, it's a never ending, never ending challenge. We just have to accept it. So I know like, for instance, my daughter, she's going back to school and she's 11 and she, in the past, she has always, she's such a bright, beautiful, creative type of you know, our household here is a creative type. I mean, we're all very super, you know, bright and intelligent, smart. And we have so, so great, so many great gifts that we end up not being able to fit in with the other people around us. And me being a, a mystic or a green witch or, you know, whatever people want to label me as, but that's basically what I am, a mystic. It is very challenging to fit in and my daughter has abilities as well and she's very um she's very nature oriented she sees nature spirits and i'm so happy with her and she communicates with nature spirits so often sometimes she's sort of a it may look like she's a, a, a 
spacey, but she's not. She's in her own in her own world, people like to say, but she's that she's in a world of nature spirits and she communicates with them and and it's just it's beautiful and I don't ever want her to lose that. But that being said, it also causes her to sort of be the outcast when it comes to her peers. And that can be a little challenging, especially being a young child and wanting people to like you. She's she's not to the point where like my son my son on the other hand he could care less <laughs> what people think about him he likes it he, if they call he's eight and they call him weirdo and he says thank you for the compliment he's so funny but um so she struggles with that and I understand that because at once upon a time uh I mean I was called witch and things like that and even people are saying oh you do that nature stuff for that mystic stuff you're it's the work of the devil which is interesting in itself so it was hard for me to fit in as well and with me I I I have a solitary practice my my practice is solitary so I'm often alone and I'm comfortable being alone but how do we get to that point I so want her to be comfortable in her own individuality that she doesn't have to worry about or or care about what other people think or say to her and it it does require some backbone which she is is slowly is slowly developing and I I do see her mature but she still has a ways to go but that's one of the struggles. Uh, even children who are not mystic, they struggle, and people struggle, adults struggle um, when they are a little bit different or being new to a community, and, and it, it's hard. People are, I mean, people are so judgmental. I'm serious. People, if you're not like them, they demonize you. They make you into something that is, is is awful, something that's totally different from what you really are. And it's a shame. It's a shame. My our daughter, um, my husband and I took when she was in my my daughter our daughter was in fourth grade. She was having a really tough time. Uh, people were calling her nerd and geek and all sorts of things because she was unique and beautiful and different making it making her close herself up and not being the beautiful person that she is and it was hard for her and she tried to hurt herself which that was devastating to both myself and my husband i think i took it more seriously because i'm very 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 empathetic very sensitive and i it was a, i was a mess i was a mess um I picked her up from school that day and um, had a you just just was with her and, and comforting her and trying to help her and get back on her feet and stand strong and it's been quite a struggle. But we took her out after a semester of fourth grade. We took her out of that public school and that and put her in a religious private school. Now, me being you know not religious at all in regards to these traditional religions and us not being churchgoers and all that things because we're not we're we're spiritual and i'm a mystic so and i have these gifts and that's that's just the way it is so i was but that's all we could afford the other private schools were, were way out of our comfort zone I mean, we'd be homeless and, and things like that. So it was, it was difficult and, and it was closer to our son's school. So it made it 
a lot easier for us to transport each one and be on time picking up and dropping off. So for a year and a half, I had to keep quiet. I tried not to get involved in any of the school activities like I had been at the public school and was at my son's school. I'm very, I'm a volunteer. I'm very active. I, we go to most of the events and I could not do that there because I, for fear of them finding out things about me and then my daughter being a target. Now, this school had been affiliated, this private, religious private school is, was once connected to this, this uh, mother's group when I first moved to town, when our daughter was, when we first moved to town, our daughter was about uh, 18 months. A friend of mine convinced me to join this mother's group. Needless that I know, it was a religious mother's group. But I tolerated. There was some, they said they welcome, it's, fun, it's interesting, they said they welcome all. Which to me, when a lot of people say it, they don't mean it. And they proved to they proved that they didn't mean it very quickly in this group. Someone found out in the group that I taught yoga and for a mom's night out, they asked me to be a yoga instructor, do do a, a yoga um, event. Now I had about 35 women there and enjoying themselves, enjoying the heck out of themselves with doing uh, hatha yoga. And I guess there was someone who got jealous, who became jealous or something. And they started talking. And then at the next mother's meet group meeting, there was like almost 100 mothers, 60, 100 mothers in the room. And I was there. And someone just started saying that they're afraid of yoga. They were afraid of yoga because they were afraid of the names, some of the names they thought were satanic which is so you know that's that's to me if, if it, to me that's insulting to all the people in india who had been practiced in in all over who have been practicing yoga for for centuries i mean that's culturally insensitive but they said it and i think they said it to make me feel uncomfortable and also there was a little bit of envy there because it was a very successful mom's night out and here i was this person of of color you know, <laughs> who doesn't fit this person of color stereotype? I mean, I have butt long dreadlocks that are my own dreadlocks. Okay, it's not extensions or anything like that. And I am very, very different than a lot, a lot of uh, people. And I think that 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 caused it. So they made me feel uncomfortable, and I. You know, I said, I said later, I sent an email to these people saying that, you know, this is not, I didn't appreciate that. I, I thought everyone enjoyed themselves. So they didn't stop there. Whoever this group was that was out to get me, after a little while, my son was born and he was born, my baby, <laughs> with um, a lot of allergies. He had so many allergies. So I had, when at this group, you could take your child and be, and they had babysitting rooms and everyone loved him. He was just this cute little peanut. And I would put, you know, I paid for the babysitting and put him in there. And I had, had his food and his, all the things that he needed. And I told him, you don't need to give him any of that. They would give them animal crackers. I said, he was allergic to milk at the time. He's not now, but um, he couldn't have them. And it was going just fine. It was going just fine until he was about three. 
I would say, I think, I think it was about, I think he had two more years left because once they gra graduated kindergarten, it was over. So I think he had two years left to, the pro, uh, to, to be in the group and me to be in the group. And they were awful to me, awful. I don't, you know, they, they sent me an email. This group sent, uh, sent me an email saying that they can no longer continue to watch him because the staff was not trained to take care of his allergies. And I said, I pack his, his food. You don't need to do anything but give him his food. He'll eat it. And then that wasn't enough. They really wanted me to get out because they kept pushing. Every time that there was an, something, they wanted to push me out. And so they said, and I'm getting very sensitive at this moment. They said that then he's going to have to sit with no snack while the other children eat the snack that they had for them. Now, how the hell can you do that to a baby, a little child, not even five years old? You're going to sit there. I mean, that's traumatizing. His food is in his backpack. They could take care of him because he wasn't potty trained. They could change his, his pull up, his pamper, whatever, but they couldn't give him this. All of a sudden, when they had been doing this for years, they couldn't give him the snack that I put in his bag and they were making him sit there while the other kids ate and have him watch them. I said, hell no. I know what you guys are trying to do. You're trying to get me out because I'm too mystic for you guys. You said you welcome all people and you lied. And I said, I don't want to deal with, I, if, if I'm unwanted somewhere, I'm like, I don't want to be there anyway. I don't want to be with you. And I got my son, got all our things. And I said, see you later. And I, I, I left and I never looked back. But I also, I sent an email to the head office and told them how hypocritical they and their organization were. Now, that scenario happens in all stages. When, you, when someone doesn't like you because you don't fit their mold, they try to find ways to ostracize you, to get rid of you. It, it just like, I mean, people have been doing this in wars for, for years, killing people who are different. Or we don't like those people. They have that land over there. We want it. We're going to kill them. I mean, this is the same way. It's, such a, it's, it's, it's as if it's such a crime against humanity to be an individual. And that is so traumatizing. Now, when I decided to come out fully as, and, and embrace the title mystic and green witch, which required a lot of courage because I had already been a witch and I already, I, I was born this way with these abilities. As a kid, I could talk to spirits. I could see them. I was highly intuitive. People could see my aura, strangers, when, when they'd walk up to me. I've had so many messages and practically, you know, uh, spirits were sending me messages saying, like, hurry up and come out. Hurry up and embrace who you are. We need you. And when I, the, the, the real turning point when I said, that's it, I'm not holding back anymore, was when I had a vision. One night I had a vision. It was, it was during one week, a whole week. And it actually was this summer, which is why I decided to change the name of this whole show. And I did talk about it in one of the previous episodes and on a video that I posted on our YouTube page, Magic and Medicine. If you go look at Magic and Medicine YouTube page, um, I'll put a link to it on the website um, so you can check it out. But there's a video and I talk about one night 
in the, within the same week, and, and I knew nothing. First, I was in meditating, and then I saw the word ocean, O-S-H-U-N, the goddess ocean, the, the Orisha ocean. And I was like, I knew of, who, of her, but I didn't know really much. And I was wondering, why is she coming to me? Why is she coming to me? And why am I seeing her name? It was in gold. So I looked her up. She was trying to get me to, to open, to, you know, open. And she was my, my, she's my, my goddess, the one who I honor. And I created an altar to honor her and to learn from her magic and her wisdom. And the same week that in, in our chair, in our bedroom, a master bedroom, my husband and I, we have a, one of those Asaki massage chairs. And I was lying in bed and I haven't been thinking about this ever when, so there was no reason why he showed himself to me, but the horned God, Kanunas, Kanunas appeared. And I said, oh my goodness. And I knew who it was. It's not like I go around thinking about them, but now I do. <laughs> and I asked a, a, a devotee, a devotee of him recently about him and she told me that you know the earth's in trouble you need to embrace this your nature spirits and help we need you and i said that's it they're they're calling me and i got really sick really i felt sick when i saw him like my stomach was sick i felt ill it was as if i were feeling the sickness that was going that would that mother our mother earth was is was enduring because of our the way humanity has been treating her. And I felt so sick to my stomach. It was, but, but then the next morning it was gone. As soon as I saw him, I felt sick. It's just, and so I said, okay, I, I, I feel, feel it. I need to do something. The earth is sick. And I, I mean, I had to part some ways with some people who, just think all of this is, is sat satanic stuff, which is interesting because um, we don't believe in Satan. That is a Christian creation uh, in opposition to the Christian God. So um, hmm. people really need to do some reading and, and studying and researching before they start criticizing other people. And just don't criticize other people. Everyone's entitled to their own individuality. It's not, it's not a crime to be who you are. It's not a crime to be confident and to embrace what you are. I mean, what's wrong with that? So uh, when I decided to just be, and it felt so freeing, I felt so free. I mean, and my husband, he's so wonderful. I mean, sometimes he's a brat, <laughs> but I love him and he's my brat, but he when I see when I see myself evolve, he evolved along with me, which is so interesting. He pointed out in the yard, no, no prompting from me, that uh, a branch, a thick branch, had fell from a, one of our trees in the front of our property, and it formed a circle around the tree. And he said, "Look at it, it's a druid, it's a druid arrangement." He's he's Irish. And I said, oh, my goodness, yes, it is. I'm telling you, we're getting so much support from the universe right now. It's wonderful. So that's, that's, this, that's what we deal with. And, and, and 
I, I you know when I when I go and do circle in my in our the the back of our property, I, I'm grateful for the the lush trees because I can concentrate and because no one can see me. <laughs> but it's okay, it's okay, and I'm I'm confident. I feel better in doing my art and all of that. And it's so interesting how when I evolved. People who were on the same wavelength, uh, sort of leaps, all of a sudden, there they were. They filled my circle. And I'm giving intuitive readings and I'm selling out when I do uh, galleries at wherever people ask me. Sometimes people ask me right now, I'm doing a, an art gallery in Warren and I've sold out for two months in a row, which is very interesting. And um, it's, it's, it, it's just amazing. And when I promote these things on Facebook and all of that or wherever social media, I know that there's some people who think I'm awful, but I also see some people that who reach down, who were reach down into themselves and find that piece that they've covered up and they bring it to the surface and they, they evolve as well. So my, my being in my being who I am and, and being, comfortable and confident in my individuality is also helping others come along in their individuality as well. And that's how people come out to, do, to this mission because they see someone else. We all have a role here and we play this role. What we do does affect the universe. I know my actions are, are affecting someone else, whether it be pro or not so pro. Yeah, there'll be those who are angry, but there'll be those who say, who will reach down and find that part that they've covered and, and smothered and didn't, because they were fearful, now they feel confident. And that's what, that's what, I, you know, I would like people, it would be great if kids going to school right now, they could get over that fear of, of being different and embrace who they are and being proud who they are. And this should be this type of movement that, that says on a bigger scale, that says be who you are and love it. Love it. Love it. Fear. I heard this on a podcast, another podcast that I listened to as a witchy podcast. And the woman had said something like, um, fear is a clue that we need to overcome uh, the hump to just, so we just, and I just say, just do it. Fear is a clue saying you're, this is something you're afraid of. You need to do it. Okay. You're afraid of that, of people, criticizing you for being an individual, just do it. Just do it. It'll be better for you. And the same goes for when people are applying for jobs or going into colleges. I mean, you got to look a certain way you, it, 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 to fit the cookie, cookie cutter image. My husband said to me this summer, and he's, I think it was definitely an intervention from divine, uh, the universe, spirit talking through him. He said to me, I, I was a teacher years ago when I was fresh out of college. I, taught, I was a public school teacher for 11 years, and I was a damn good one. I, I don't want to be all boasty and everything, but I was. I worked hard, and no one gave that to me. I ran away from home and went to school on my own because no one wanted me to do so, and I did. And I, was, I worked hard at everything I did. And my husband said because he, he knew me when I was a young teacher, but we weren't dating yet until later. Um, he was, he's older than I, but, he, but I started my professional career before he did. He had a different career, uh, a different career that was not a teacher at first. So um, 
So he said to me, you know, when you're a teacher, you were just professional and you dressed professionally. You cared about your image and things like that. And it was just a mask, which is true. It was a mask covering up who I was. And he says, now you're just free to be your, be free to be yourself. And you don't care that what you wear may in, affect other people. You're just yourself and it's beautiful. You're more beautiful now than you were then. And that's beautiful. And, and it, it took me a while to understand because my husband always says that you're more beautiful now than you were back then. And sometimes I think he's just, you know, trying to get some booty or something like that because, you know, men, <laughs> I love you, babe. Don't be mad. Um, I just thought he was trying, you know, I, I just, it took me a while to understand that. Yeah. Isn't it more beautiful that, that, that I don't have the, the, the foundation, all that makeup on and to go to school, to go to work in the morning and have my, my pumps match in my outfit. And, you know, I was just all styled out and things like that. Now I'm just free to be me. And, and, and it's beautiful. I'm not hiding anything. I'm not covering anything up. It's all out there. It's all hanging out. So it is nice. And it is nice to be free. But there are still some, there are still many places of employment that look down on people who have long hair. Or I mean, look at, I mean, I have dreadlocks. I didn't have dreadlocks when I first started teaching. I, I, I tried to get my hair. My hair has always grown very, very fast. So I could do many things with my hair and people would be like, oh, that's fake and it's an extension and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, it's not. My hair just grows super duper fast. I don't know why, but it does. I just has always been this way. So now I have these humongous dreadlocks and I said, if I were to go for a job interview now, imagine that the people would look at me. I, I fit the, the, I fit the being a mystic more than anything else right now. <laughs> and it's, it's just sad. Even when you go to a, a job, a, a job interview, you have to fit a certain image. They don't want you to think outside of the box or to be something different. And that's sad. That's sad. It's just, it's just like being a robot. It's this robotic mentality and it's very sad. And you have to hide who you are. You can't wear a pentagram or a tree of life earrings or anything like that. I've, I've heard so many stories about how people, places of employment want you to be a certain type and it is sad and we need to do something about it. So I decided I'm going to do something about it by doing this podcast by being who I am and being proud of who I am and setting an example for my children so they can be more confident in being who they are and embracing their gifts and their individuality. And that's, to me, that's, that's strength. That's strength. And it's, uh, you know, wear what you want, be who you are. I, I watch these protesters, protesters, um, straight pride. I mean, come on, people. It's not, why, I, if, if someone wants to be that, let them be that. It's not you. You be you and let them be them. Why can't we do that? I know I'm up on my, I'm up on my pedestal now. So I'm up on my high horse. So I got a, got a lot to say, but I do have to cut this short because I think I've been going on quite long enough and people may start to be yawning and all tired of what everything I have to say, but I will be writing an article It'll be on Patreon soon, so I will try to recap what I said, and you can comment and 
email me and contact me. And if you have some suggestion, suggestions for guests on the show, I'm always open for that. And now I'm looking for those who are mystic and witchy-related guests. That's awesome. And I look forward to your support on Patreon. That would be great, too. It keeps us continuing the show. It's not easy. There's a lot more involved than just plugging in a mic and talking. <laughs> you have to pay for the service as well. Nothing's free. Nothing's free in the real world, if you want to call it real world. I think all of it's real. So visit us at on Patreon under Magic and Medicine. You also find a YouTube link. I'm going to put it on the website so you can check that out as well. Check out the website at www.magicandmedicine.blogspot.com. And remember, magic is spelt with a K. I look forward to talking with you on our next show. Blessed be. for listening to It's All Good, Magic, Mysticism, and Earth Medicine. Visit us anytime at www.magicandmedicine.blogspot.com.